best camera for photography under 800 pounds or uk dollars or canadian dollars or whatever currency you think about so i'm basically doing some research to find photography cameras at a budget and we're going to see which ones i come up with i'll explain them and let you make your decision to see what you end up buying hello and welcome today we're looking at the best camera for photography under 800 I'm your host Zolf and I've made a number of these explanation videos to help you find the right camera for your budget. I've gone all the way from 100 which is the ultra extreme lowest budget to we are at 800 now. I'm going to do all the way to 1000 so make sure to check out the playlist where you'll see if you have a bit more money what you can get. So let's have a look at what I found this time. I've got four camera options for you. Fujifilm X-T20 the Sony A7, the first one, Canon EOS 70D and a Nikon D4. These all range between 2012 all the way up to 2017. Which one is a good camera? I've got two mirrorless cameras in there and two larger DSLR cameras. That's going to be an interesting one. 800 is a good amount of money. You're going to be looking at the big boy cameras there so you'll have something nice. So I'm using eBay to do a mixture of research to see what the secondhand market is saying, what you would get with it. The rules are I want to get you a photography camera that is able to take photos as soon as you get it. So the idea is it needs to be a camera body and a lens. You might have to buy a memory card separately if you have a little bit of change left over. In this case, the X-T20, you can make an offer. If you got it for 790, 780, you got a bit of change that you pick up a memory card. And we're going to cover the specs to see which cameras offer you what type of benefits and why you would pay a bit more for a camera, why you'll pay a bit less for the camera. So let's get into it. The side-by-side -side comparison, magnesium alloy bodies for three of those cameras apart from the 70D. And what are we looking in terms of megapixels? The range between 16 megapixels for the D4 Nikon all the way up to 24 megapixels. Uh, it's going to be a range of ISO performance between the cameras. What will they offer you in terms of video? That will be interesting. We'll have a look at that because naturally photography will lead to video. They have tilting screens uh, for the X-T20 and the A7. So they tilt, whereas the 70D has a fully articulating screen. So if you're using it for vlogging or funny angles, you'll be easier matched with that. What do we have in terms of... Oh wow, the X-T20, 8 frames a second. So if you're doing continuous shooting of wildlife or sports, you'll get 8 pictures per second. Whereas the others are 5, 7, but the D4 being a professional camera is 11 frames a second. So they use them more in sports and types of things. But the main thing here is going to be, you need to decide what is the camera for. Is it mainly photography? In which case the D4 might be a better suit for you because it only offers... 1080p 30 frames a second whereas the other ones that are tiered towards film and photos you'll get things like 4k on them so 29 frame 30 frames a second on the xt20 the a7 only does 60 frames a second at 1080p so the sony is known to have good colors and while well, everybody hops on about them online but to be honest, if I was to get the first Model A7, I wouldn't get it. I'll delete that out of there. I'd probably pick up a Canon uh, 800D, which is actually does a lot better. Or even a SL2 uh, 250D, because it does 4K as well. But that's knocked out of the list. What else do we have? 
Okay, between the ones that we have left over, which one? You know what? Fujifilm, I would. It's a nice setup, and the people that have Fujifilms are happy with them. So if I was looking at photography, I would look at a Fujifilm, especially the one I saw there. That was a good example of one there. I looked, they look nice. So definitely consider that if you have that budget. Uh, Sony, we got rid of the 70D. That is a good option, actually. Is a DSLR though. Do you want a DSLR or do you want a smaller camera body and then be able to upgrade it as you go? Which mm, This one is like a full-on tank, isn't it? The D4. Body only. Oh no, we can't include that then. Body only. Let's get rid of that one as well. Okay, so D4 is gone. So out of the 70D and the Fujifilm X-T20, which one would I get? I would get the X-T20, you know. Let me have a quick look at uh, a quick review of that and see what what comes up first who comes up will we have okay is the one major takeaway regarding the fuji xt20 is that its little camera is a pleasure to use packing a punch of professional quality features into a very affordable package it's equally perfect for the hobbyist or pro it features a 24 megapixel sensor improved af system and tilting lcd Okay, nice. And the other option we had was the D70. Let's see what the D70 is. Canon D70 review. A quick overview just to give you that decision. Is the Canon... Let's see what that says. Since the Canon 70D was released in 2013, there is no 4K recording here. Only 1080p at 30 frames a second. Luckily, the 1080p footage recording is of really high quality. Now, okay, Fujifilm it is. If you have £800 or under, pick up the Fujifilm X-T20. That's what we're saying today. Hoping you find this useful. Check out the additional videos about other budgets. I'm doing £900 next, or 900 Add your currency. Let's see what we can pick up for 900 See you on that video.